Alrighty, we're back again. Um, this is the same podcast, but split into two. So, um, I don't know, how many beers have you broken or drunk? Probably only about three. Oh, that's I want to look after myself before I get to the flight tonight. Yeah, your standard. When's your flight? 8 p.m. Yeah. Eight, eight I could probably even walk here. You're walking distance from the airport, right? Um, I mean, you're walking distance from anywhere, really. But um, depends how much, how long you want to walk. Are, are you going to walk to the airport? I could do. But the only thing is the train's fucking expensive, man. Yeah, maybe I'll walk. When I used to live in Auckland, I would walk an hour and a half to work sometimes. Both? Both one way? It was like four days a week I did. Um, I lived um, right in the city and we'd just walk an hour and a half out. It's somewhere near Mount Albert. Really good exercise. Yeah, but really shit city. We've uh, discussed this already. Auckland, Auckland wasn't too bad. So, if you've just joined us here, um, go back to episode one of this podcast with um, Alex Malcolm, the Marty Banks banter page on Facebook. Um, do you often get annoyed at some of the people's comments on your page? Not really. Like, yeah, I kind of just get over it, really. Yeah. I know some, some people write shit, but you just got to be like, eh, Do you whatever. delete it? Very rarely. If someone's like really like really offensive on their posts I'll, I'll delete it or whatever because <clears throat> one thing that really annoyed me recently was I put up a post of like players with fake names and you commented on it I did because I put up a picture of Ben Blair was it oh no Scott Hamilton but I wrote Ben Blair I put Beric Barnes but I put Honey Badger and then Issa Nathiwa but I put Doug Howlett people don't get the joke right and then you commented on it. Yeah. With. I put a picture of Marika Vunabaka. Yeah. And said, oh, you, you should have added Naholo into your team. Yeah. Oh, Naholo, sorry, Nadolo. Yeah, Nadolo. And then p- people, some people found it funny, but then someone else just like thought that again, I put the wrong player. And it's just so hard for me. Like, obviously everyone's different and it's 2018. It's hard to get a grasp on what people want, but just fucking take a joke, I reckon. It's hard. So you're one of the meme kings now. No, I'm I'm a, I'm not a meme king. I'm I'm, a, I'm on the really budget shit, man. Like so you the, use just like an app on you, your phone. Do you actually use Photoshop? Sometimes, if I'm trying to do something. But a like bit how much harder. does that cost you? I pay like thirty dollars a month, but again, because I do photography, I have Lightroom and Photoshop, which so then I can just use that same program for the rugby stuff. So yeah, Photoshop seems like it's pretty hard to use, is it or? Because once you know the program, it's pretty simple. Because when I do a meme, right, it takes me like half an hour because there's fucking 29 minutes worth of ads that jump up on it because it's a free meme, like a free... Um, it's but can you pay like five bucks and then not have those advertisements come up? Yeah, probably. But I'm not interested in that. I want the free shit. My dad always taught me, if it's free, take it. Like, um, my dad used to take me to Sausage Sizzles at, um, this is before Bunning Sausage Sizzles, before um, all that shit. You know car yards and shit? How they yeah. used to have, yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad would listen, up, turn the radio on, listen to the radios where the free sausage sizzles were, and we would go around as a family, <clears throat> get those free sausage sizzles. That's co- you know, the only memory I have of my dad giving out anything for free in his life was we stopped at a, um, we, we, Stopped at a, you know, the lollipop people? Yeah, yeah. The go, stop go people? He's handed out the person two beers <laughs> and he said, give one to your mate. That's the only time I've ever in my life seen my dad give something away. Like, he's very tight, like, with money and stuff. 
I can remember my dad. He was one of those people that you get like the pamphlets in the mail for the supermarket. Yeah. And there might be like three supermarkets in Nelson. So he'd try to work out his shopping for what what was <coughs> cheapest yeah, everywhere and go everywhere. Yeah. So, but he he had a bicycle as well. Like he could drive, but he just again wanted to maybe save some petrol. Yeah. Go down a new world or fresh choice or super value back in the day. Wow, that got bought out by someone obviously. Probably maybe countdown or something. Woolies, I don't know. yeah. And uh, yeah, just go around and just get the cheapest deals. That's just their life, I suppose, they were brought up on. Yeah. So what are the kids that are brought up today on all this technology, what are they going to turn out to be uh, 20 years from now? Are they going to be serial killers or very good with uh, IT? I just think the number one thing will probably be like arthritis. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of problems with that, and um, people that don't use their phones will probably have all the good jobs because they can do because, stuff. Because um, my nephew um, recently came over. Well, my my whole my brother's family came over recently to Sydney, and um, my main thing my main thing for them was to sell Sydney, right? Because they they haven't been over here as a family before, and I said I want to sell Sydney to them, and I had so they said oh we're going to come over in winter, and I said now save it for summer because all the beaches and stuff. I really sold it to them. And by the time they got here, it ended up being they were here for ten days. It ended up being the shittest ten days ever. Because I over-planned everything, you know. <clears throat> I said to my nephew, I'm going to take you to the zoo the first time you get here, all this shit, we're going to go to the beach, blah, blah, blah. It was torrential rain the whole time. Wow. My sister also lives in Sydney, and she booked an Airbnb for the weekend that they were here, and it um, ended up being the dirtiest piece of shit place you, you could ever imagine. Like, I'm not... I feel like I'm... And all the flats that I've ever lived in and stuff, I'm the the dirty end of the scale. This place was fucking dirty as shit. The person that... <clears throat> the person who Airbnb it was, I think her name was Ming Ling or something. Fuck you, Ming Ling, if you're listening. Yeah, not that you would be, but... Um, <clears throat> fuck you, Ming Ling. Um, it was the dirtiest piece of shit I've ever been in. And she had, like, all these pictures in the Airbnb fucking site, and they were none of them matched. Like she said that there was a barbecue there. It was just a piece of grease with a fucking piece of metal over it. That's not a fucking barbecue mingling. Um, just like even Goose was there. You can hear Goose. Goose was there, my dog. And I just felt sad for him being there because it was that dude. If he took a shit in the living room, it would just look normal. My my very small uh, one-year-old nephew was there. And we couldn't put him down on the ground and crawl around because it was too dirty. It was just a bad time, and um, there ended up being a power outage as well, and it just was, oh, it was a shit time. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. You're supposed to be my Jared. I'm Jared. I'm supposed to put you back on topic. Because you notice that I'm just start talking about shit that's not rugby. Jared always said, okay, shut up now. Oh, shut up now. Yeah, but so you realise, like, she's trying to do business. She is trying to make money. Yeah. The same thing with Anthony Mundine, as we were talking about earlier. I don't know if that was on the podcast or whatever, but like, he had to lie. He had to pretend that he was an absolute dickhead to get people to come to the fights and stuff. But apparently, but, but he, he said is he's a really dick. humble. He is a dickhead. No, he said he's really humble. Yeah, but he's not. He's. I think he's a di- more more towards a dickhead. So sometimes you have to lie to have <clears throat> good business. That's why Joseph Park is not the heavyweight champion of the world because he's not a dickhead. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. He's too nice for a heavyweight. Would That's- you ever get into boxing? Have I? Or what? would you? you Interesting fact, my cousin actually just was in a boxing um, uh, 
sort of fundraiser for Christchurch, right? The, in that same bout, uh, in the same um, night, another guy was boxing, and he got hit real hard. He got put in hospital. He ended up dying a couple of days later. Wow. So, <clears throat> it was like a charity for um, kids' um, cancer or something like that. And they were raising all this recently? Money, like a month ago. Yeah, I think I saw it on the news. Yeah, the guy ended up fucking dying. So um, it was like a really humbling experience. Oh, what's the word? I don't know. It was a, it was surprising. Like the guy put his whole life. He was just a normal bloke. I think he was a yeah. builder or something. And he said, um, you know, if it's good, it's a good fundraiser for kids, you know. And then he ended up dying. He didn't need to do it or anything. Yeah, with a lot of those um, the really physical sports, have you ever seen the uh, movie, I think it was like Concussion or something like that? I've never seen a movie. Never seen a movie? Yeah, Christchurch is so far behind. There's a movie that just came out in Christchurch. It's about a boat and um, it ends up um, sinking. Yeah, Titanic. That's a new release of oh, Christchurch. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're a bit behind, but apparently that's, that's already been released other places. Titanic, I can remember, I think it must have been like nine years old. That was the first, I think it might have been an <coughs> M-rated movie I got to go to. That was pretty romantic too. It was, old Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, do you rate him? Well, I guess, well, there was that whole time where he never never got a um, big Academy Award or anything. Yeah, he, yeah, he got one recently, didn't he? Finally? Yeah, because he's white. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty good, good looking man. He kind of looks a bit like Rob Thompson as well, I think. Yeah. With the hair. Yeah. And the Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Do you know um, David Beckham? I do. He's had so many hairstyles, eh? But they, he suits every one of them. He just goes with the times. Yeah. There but are some people that just don't. They just keep that same haircut forever. What's your haircut? Uh, at the moment, sort of do... Sometimes oh. I do that, the skin fade. It's grown out a little bit. Yeah. I saw Jared try to do the skin fade as well. Yeah. By accident. Do you see that on old Instagram? Um, no, I didn't actually. Yeah, he tried to do it. It looks, it looks cool, but then you know, it grows back and you got to keep paying for it. A lot of hairdressers, they charge a lot more. You can pay like 50 bucks for a haircut these days. Yeah, that's a bit unnecessary. It used to be $15 back in the day. Well, $10. $10? $10. Yeah, you'd get an old guy, you know, groping you, but it's yeah. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Man. Back in, yeah, back in the day, where I used to get my haircut, just up but from there, there was a card shop. I can remember I used to buy What's NPC that? cards. Like, you know, have like your basketball cards. Yeah. You could actually get NPC cards. Oh, so like that fat guy on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. There was the a comic guy. Yeah, man. And you could get NPC cards. What's NPC? Like ITM Cup, Mitre 10 Cup. Oh, NPC. NPC. Oh, I thought you so said So they back at my house in Nelson somewhere. Yeah. I used to try and like collect all those players. Yeah, the only um, full collection I got was, was actually from petrol stations, and it was the Lions versus All Blacks you know that that back in the day yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah and I got all the badges my mum bought them all so that was cool um that's well, the only that's the only thing I think I've still got it yeah I should probably try and give it Celtics did a few ones like as we talked about on the previous episode those the Celtics books the year before they did bumper stickers for each of the super rugby teams yeah what did they say like there was something like the, the the blues one was like all blues, all black, or something like. Something well, that's racist. That. Yeah. KFC. <laughs> and uh, the following year, after the Celtics book, so '99, uh, they had these foldable cards, Super Rugby ones. They had like 15 of them, maybe yeah. three from each. Can team. you play games with them or no? Nah? No, you just sort of fold them, and when you fold them, there'll be like facts about the players. Have you been to much casinos in your life? No, I haven't. <clears throat> um, there's there's a really good one in Perth though, like with three huge screens I think it's like one of the biggest in the southern hemisphere oh no I'm talking more about cards 
Like Cars. there's this game in the casino that predominantly Asians play. Oh, actually not predominantly, a hundred percent Asians play, and it's called Baccarat. I've heard of it. And they fold their cards. We, the, the dealer deals out cards right and they rip their cards fold them and really fuck their cards up but I've, I don't know how to play or I've just spectated from a far distance you know me and my round eyes but I just don't understand the value of ripping or tearing cards it, it's a bit of a mind fuck for me personally but maybe I'll understand one day or someone can well I guess me. the casinos have so much money they can just replace the cards anyway no but I don't I think they do it strategically I don't know I don't know why they do that it seems stupid. If I ever go to the casino, I kind of like those 50-50 games. Like Where what? it's like red or black. Oh, okay. That's the best odds in the casino. I'd be... I'm really tempted one day just to take like a thousand bucks to the casino. Yeah. And just throw it down on red or black and just think, I could either lose a thousand dollars or I'd take away a thousand dollars. What's the biggest um, money you've won on a super rugby game or something? Or, or rugby game? See, I, I... I can be really good at betting, but then really terrible. Like, I just... Well, th- maybe make 350 bucks from a $5 <laughs> bet eventually yeah. and then throw it on a tennis game that's like paying $1.30 overnight and I'm just like man when I wake up in the morning I'll have an extra 100 bucks and but it I loses. always lose never bet on something you don't know I think it's easy to bet on like um, Germany um, versus Austria in volleyball or something paying $1.10 but you don't fucking know anything about it well the way that I started doing it was I put 5 or 10 bucks into my sports bet account and then there might be five NBA games, so you put like a dollar or two dollars on the favorite. Oh, do you do you watch NBA? A little bit. Okay. What's your team? Well, Oklahoma. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you yeah, have to go them. for Adams. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, through that you can end up like, if let's say three of those five teams win, you might make an extra dollar or two. But if you keep going, I was able to get like that five or ten bucks to get up to like a hundred bucks, and eventually I got up to like three hundred fifty dollars for my ten dollars once. And then, actually, that time I threw it on a really stupid NRL game. Man, one thing like was betting that become pretty recent. Like, um, I had to really admit that I was pretty much addicted to gambling. Like, I just went on this massive rampage recently where I was just like fucking. Like you were telling me, like you know, you might win five dollars here. I was yeah. like, I can't do that. I have to win a thousand dollars every time or something. That's my biggest problem. I can't. My biggest problem is, just say I put like $100 in the pokies, right? And I lose it all. I yeah. can't walk away. I have to be like, yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going, until I win something. And then, but, you know, fucking losing everything. That's that's the trait of a gambling addict, I think. You can't walk away. The problem, like, though, is like when you have a sports bet account and you see there's 100 or 200 bucks in there, you don't feel like it's real. Yeah. Like it's not in your bank account. Even though you could just draw it out and put it into your bank account, you think, oh, man... This is free money. I can do what I want with it. Yeah. But you could have an extra 200 bucks in your bank account if you just <clears throat> withdraw it. But No one's ever withdrawn it, though. Those sports betting companies must have a lot of extra money. Ugh. What? So, obviously, the Crusaders are favourite next year for Super Rugby. Is anyone going to top them? The Blues. Because Jared's working with them now. Oh, yeah, the Blues. I think he must know some stuff, and he'll he'll tell them, tell them some stuff. Tell Leon McDonald and Tana... What should happen? If you keep Tana there, mate, you're in trouble. You need you need him there. Do you reckon? Well, he's not the the main coach, but he, he knows the players probably quite well. Played for the All Blacks for a while, obviously. 
Um, Did you hear that that story about Dan Carter going to Wales when he was in oh when he was in Wales and he went to England? No, oh, on the train. No. Yeah, like yeah. He, he got on the drink with a couple players. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They yeah went to a different country. That's yeah. right. Tana Umang was the captain of the All Blacks. <clears throat> Dan Carter and uh, I, I can't remember the other players. I don't want to accuse people. I can't remember the right. other players. He but they got in a taxi and went to Wales to get on the drink. And they came back late, and Tana Umanga blew them up hard. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Tana Umanga actually quit the All Blacks, because he was still, like, a little bit, like, he, he could have kept going. Apparently he quit because he was, he'd, it was just too fucked up, the culture. Wow. And um, Graham Henry came in, and he said the same thing. He said, everyone's drinking, like, 24-7 and shit. Yeah, so yeah. He, he really straightened it out. Because, you know, he, he did all right. I mean, from, you know, I suppose. I think the, the culture's changed a bit. I've seen different players being asked, like, that have played under Richie McCaw and Kieran Reid, of, like, <clears> how <throat> things have changed. I think they say, like, the, the team culture's a bit more relaxed. Yeah. And Kieran Reid will sort of sit back and, like, actually listen to other players' thoughts and stuff like, and really take those Have you noticed with those last two captains, they're not big speakers. They're more, like, lead by action. Yeah. Wait, what's your thoughts on Australian rugby? How to fix how to fix Australian rugby. Because one thing, just recently I was just on, like, this is the same podcast, people, split into two, fucking, you know, how um, shit works. So I was just up in Central Coast, and we went out to dinner, and this guy, he's like, oh, you've got a Kiwi accent, you know, fucking, have you done any sheep lately, you know? And I was like, yeah, I have. And, you know, all that fucking shit. Say fish and chips. And um, he started talking about the Wallabies, how good they were. One thing I took away from it was he still supports the Wallabies even though they won only four games this year or some shit. And I respected that so much because if the All Blacks, just say like the Kiwis or something, they're no good. They only win fucking couple games a year or something. I don't support them. I only support winning teams, you know, LeBron James, All Blacks and Crusaders because it's easier on my heart. Less heart attacks. How did the Wallabies fans still support the Wallabies? And like, I respect them for it. I think that the way is you need to start at the at the <clears throat> level of the children. Because, like, these days, if you want to watch rugby over here, you have to have Foxtel. Yeah. And so we've obviously got the NRL and the AFL over here, so kids are able to watch that on TV or pretty much every kid that has a TV can watch it free to air is, free AFL, is AFL yeah, free yeah. to air most games are really yeah yeah what channel is AFL on AFL is on channel 7 really yeah, yeah. free to air free to air they don't have all the games and depending like what city you're in what games they show but you can still watch them and watch them live well that's huge straight away yeah and NRL as well on channel 9 they got the games and cricket big bash league or whatever most Channel 7's got cricket now. Yeah, Foxtel and but Channel that, 7. That's really, yeah, that's spiralled into a disarray. So if you, you start with that of, like, having the game more accessible for children to watch, that's going to be a starter. Um, I think we, you guys... And they want to, like, oh, my God, I want to be like Greg Inglis. Yeah. Um, drink Drive. <laughs> but you want them to be saying, I want to be like Bernard Foley. I want to be like Joe Hayne, groper. I want to be a groper. You mean like a fish? No, I want to sexually harass women. So with the, with the rugby, we need to just like get it free to air, get more stuff in schools, and yeah. kind of just start building from there. Like try and make kids figure yeah, out because why we're not, we go for rugby. When you were growing up, did you just like in the backyard with a rugby ball being like, Jonah Lomu? 
Yeah, you know, Jeff Wilson. I want to be Jeff Wilson. I want to be Jonah Lamu. Oh, my kidney sore. <laughs> oh, I try and be like uh, Byron Kelleher. And so like, I have the ball and like, try and do those spiral passes off the ground. Yeah, he was good. Got some gloves. No, but why... Oh, um, Tane Randall was the first glove wearer. Yeah, he was. Can, yeah, we, he was. Na- can we name glove wearers? Tane Randall, Tony Brown... Did Reese Duggan ever do it, maybe? Reese Duggan. <laughs> I don't know. But it seemed like a bit of a phase that wasn't cool. But, like, they must have worn remember, it for a reason. Do like, you remember the um, yellow ball? Yeah, the Adidas yeah, yellow. The, the lemon. Adidas. The uh, that was crazy. When they came out at practice, rugby practice, I was like, yeah. Well, dude, I just read an article, um, might have not been by, like, a big publication or whatever, but what they did is they worked out the percentages this year of Bowden Barrett kicking. Yeah. And they said when he was kicking, I think it must have been the Adidas ball, he was having a lower percentage rate. What, what than other the ball Gilbert. was there? There's Gilbert. Oh, who, what, what country does Adidas and what country does Gilbert? Uh, I think back in the day. Gilbert. No, but like, I mean, you mean only the stats this year? Yeah, yeah. The Why stats are they this changing year? the balls internationally? It should just be one ball. Well, because like, there's the sponsorship kind of things. Um, and what ball was he more successful with? With the Gilbert. Really? And it was like a lot higher as well. But then people came out and sort of said, well, if if he's not kicking well with the Adidas, well, he should be practicing with that more. Well, he probably does, just maybe one ball. There was the same thing with the the, Adidas, the lemon. People were saying that that was a reason that yeah, the lemon were struggling. Yeah, but also remember in the World Cup in New Zealand in 2011, no one could kick a goal in Dunedin. Do you remember that? Oh, you were you talking about how like the, 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 the doors. Open doors. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to let the wind in. But no one, even the best kickers, Mornay Stay and Johnny Wilkinson, they couldn't hit a goal in um, Forsyth Stadium. Or what do you call it? Yeah. So what, what was your first All Blacks game? Have you been to an All Blacks game? Yeah, um, my All Blacks game. First All Blacks game. Yeah, I've seen um, first All Blacks game. Um, I'll tell you yeah. my way you're thinking about it. It would have yeah. 99. J- Jane, uh, it was Jade Stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay Stadium. And I remember the second five was Peter Alatini. Who was he playing for? Wellington or...? I, I, no, I don't know. Oh, no, for the All Blacks. Yeah, for the All Blacks. Yeah, yeah. for the All Blacks. Yeah. Who married one of the, the girls from True Bliss. Yeah, but um, I don't... I remember seeing Jonah Lomu live as well uh, versus Marika Wurdenbacher and yeah. shit. Yeah, that, more Crusaders games growing up. I think my um, first one, my dad took me for a trip to Wellington. And it was the final game at Athletic oh, Park. Oh, you would have won a competition. Someone came to your house. Yeah, something like that. No, oh, that was actually this, that was the same year, actually '99, and I uh, ended up at Athletic Park in the, the Mallard Stand. Um, Where's Athletic Park? Nelson? No, in Wellington. Oh, Wellington. So it was before the Cape Town. Oh, okay. So it was like oh, no, the, you, the you last know, All Blacks game. Oh, did you know this is a random fact? You know the Cape Town. It looks like a Cape Town, right? That's not what it's designed to be. Really? Yeah. I thought you were supposed to make cakes in it. No, no. It was, it, it's the same shape as Jonah Lomu's kidney. Oh, no. <laughs> you like Jonah Lomu, don't you? No, I don't. But, yeah. Well, I've said this on a previous podcast, I think. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. But um, I think my most overrated All Black of all time is... Uh, what's um, Nico's dad's name? Michael Jones. Michael Jones, yeah. <clears throat> That's why they're going to, he's going to be referred to as Nico's dad instead of Michael's son. Yeah, but um, Michael Jones was the most overrated All Black. He's a great player, great player. But he he dogged the boys on Sundays due to religious reasons. Reasons that that's cool that you can do that. But when it's a World Cup final on a Sunday, I reckon just play. 
Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And you've got, um, was it John Hopawati? Oh, no, his son. Um, yeah. The other guy, and he, he signed uh, a contract. His son was called Two Fingers, I think. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but... And his like, third son was called Mr. Fist. <laughs> you see, Hopawati was in the news again for doing that, like doing it as a joke, and he like put on a glove. Nah. And then everybody went and offered him, like, oh, why is he doing that again? He was trying he, to be funny. Oh, really? I saw him, I, I honestly, I... John, uh, what's his name? Hopawati. Yeah, Hopawati, the main one, the, the dad. John. John. I challenge you to a boxing match. Charity. Don't kill me. But He's, he's done that already. Yeah, no, but he seems like a bit of a cunt. Because, um... Did you see him um, playing for league for some club lately and he called someone out? No. Nah. you see that? Oh, you need to see that. He's a real dick. But going, Matt, back, going back to what I was saying before, though, his son... Yeah. So he, he, left, he left the eels to play, go um, do uh, mission. missionary work. Yeah, yeah. Seems pretty. Um, but then he also was like signing a contract saying that he, part of it was that he wasn't going to play on Sundays, but he was going to get a lot of. Yeah, because of you know the NRL finals on a Sunday. So he played for the Bulldogs, knowing that if the Bulldogs made the final, he wouldn't be in this competition. So why sign him? I think I'm trying to think. And back in the days, what Todd Miller was a Mormon. He was the Chiefs fullback. I don't know who to... He was Chiefs fullback, and yeah. I don't know if he played on Sundays. But you never really see it. As he's pretty much the only Mr. Hopawati Jr. No, but honestly, if personally, like, I know it's like all religion or all that, but if I was a, like the CEO of a club, and I knew that you weren't going to play on a Sunday, and there was two people I was going to sign, I would sign the other person. Mm-hmm. Because they can... Why why play Hopawati at fullback all year and then come to the final and you have to change fullbacks? It just doesn't make sense. Or just take your day as the rest as a Monday. You got yeah. it all sorted. Or maybe just, you know, fucking play Sundays. That would be easier. So how do we think Super Rugby is going to go next year? Crusaders in the final. But they'll lose about three games this year instead of two or one. Yeah. And you think Scott Robertson's going to go on to be the All Black coach? Well, I just or Ian heard. Foster or? <clears throat> I don't know. I heard that Steve Hansen has been offered an extension for two years. Originally, he wasn't even going to coach to this World Cup, but he took it. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who would you prefer? I mean, um, that island coach, what's his name? Alama Eremia. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> the country island, Joe yeah. Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, um, yeah, Smith. He, apparently, he's out of the picture for All Blacks coach because of his son or something. Yeah. Um, he has some sort of brain tumor or something. Um, so, who's the next All Blacks coach? Uh, is it too much of a ru- who would you rather, Ian Foster or Robinson? No, I like the the younger guy. So Scott Robinson. I reckon he's got, he's got it. You like him, but would you just keep Ian Foster as assistant coach? Is that disrespectful? I don't know. What if you give Ian Foster the job to start off with, Scott Robertson as assistant, but then by doing that, he'd have to leave the Crusaders? Yeah, but Crusaders would probably still be in the finals anyway. But um, who do you think should replace Checker? If he... there's a, yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. Like, Should it be Checker being replaced? Should it be the players? Should it be Raylene? Who do you reckon? I don't know, really. I guess Chick has been around for a while and nothing's changed. But he... The but he thing, did take them to the last World Cup final, though, didn't he? He did. He did. Um, um, Brad Phipps. Is it Brad Phipps? Nick Phipps or Brad N- Thorne? Nick Phipps. Nick Phipps. 
Yeah. Is he the halfback? The halfback. Yeah, 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 that guy. Um, <clears throat> the shoe thrower. I, I recently saw a podcast he was on. I don't know what it was. I just saw audio from it, and I pushed play. He said that um, during that spray against Argentina where he was going on pulling Foley's shirt and shit like that, he said that um, he was saying in the changing room, I never got a fuck. This is Checker. I never got a fucking chance to wear this shirt. I would die for this shirt if I got a chance to wear for it. So what are you going to fucking do? And they came out and they won that game. But does that fall on deaf ears after 10 times he says that? Is that what it is? Maybe they should just replace the whole Wallabies team with the Kangaroos. Oh, interesting fucking random ass today. I was driving and a kangaroo ran in front of my car. I didn't know if to hit it. Or slow down. Apparently, you're supposed to hit it. I slowed down. All the traffic slowed down, but it ran in front of me. So people presume that kangaroos are like on kangaroo farms, but from my understanding, that is run free and people go out and uh, shoot them. Oi, that's what I've heard. Um, it's the only uh, national icon where people can shoot. Yeah. You can't go out and shoot a kiwi. Have you eaten kangaroo before? Yeah, I have. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was actually listening to one of my favourite podcasts, Theo Vaughn. Um, and here we had um, that comedian, the Australian comedian on, I um, can't remember his name. Who's the Australian comedian? Carl Barron? No, he has his own show in America. Oh. Somebody? Yeah, somebody. Oh man, it's so annoying because I'm a big fan of his. Big stand up, he has a lot of Netflix shows. <clears throat> Anyway, they were talking about the um, Outback Steakhouse in America. They have nothing on the menu that's actually Australian. Yeah, I went into that once in the yeah. States and I was just like, what the heck, this isn't Australian. Yeah, why have an Outback thing that's so Australian and have nothing Australian on it? They don't even have kangaroo, I don't think. So what would you put in an Australian restaurant? Um, shrimp and kangaroo, crocodile, Steve Irwin, stingrays. Stingray barbs, like, you know, all that shit. There was another thing, I, um, Alex. Um, I put up a meme, one of my first ever memes. Yeah. It was uh, Steve Irwin. And um, people got so angry. They're like, he's a national icon, pull it down. So I ended up pulling it down because there's a lot of negative on it. I and think, it, wasn't it like in the first week after he died, South Park put out an episode <coughs> of him. It's like a thing of he was in hell or whatever and had like the barb coming through his chest or something and that was like the, the first week after that happened I'm alright with that because like man people need to relax I reckon everything and if you're listening to this podcast and you're like no 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 whatever all the memes that come out from Rugby Roundup they're all just like take light, take them light, lightly like they're just a joke you know just carry on with your life don't don't get if you don't like it just keep scrolling Sometimes you need to wait a little bit before you make, kind of try and make it light of the situation. Like, I th- feel like the Titanic, you can finally do that now. Yeah. It's been a little while, but it's all right. Yeah, I can do the Titanic. Um, I uh, recently, on maybe the 69th podcast that we've done, um, I asked Jared, what are the chances that that iceberg that destroyed the Titanic... That originally melted, right? You know, with um, global warming. Have I ever touched a piece of that? I, I remember listening to that. Do you think? What are the chances? I'm sure you have. Yeah. 
That that piece of ice that has melted into the sea, what are the chances that I've ever touched that when I've gone into the sea? But what's also the percentage of urine that you drink? When you turn the tap on, how much of that used to be urine back in the, back in the day? Wait, who's, who's pissing what, what, what? So when you take a piss in the shower, yeah, that's probably going to eventually end up back in your tap. Why? Well, because the water will head out into the ocean maybe and then ev- evaporate into the sky and then come back come back down oh so you're drinking your own piss you could be or somebody else's do you find living in Australia that you avoid words like piss piss because you know my name Ben yeah I've stopped calling myself that well what's your name Muhammad what's your name John you know because I'm sick of people making fun of my name you know you can only take it so many times have you ever been to Domino's or Starbucks or something and they go what's your name and then they call it out People would write B-I-N, like as in rubbish bin. Wow. And I'm sick of that. I never even, it never crossed my mind when I was living in New Zealand. But um, now when I go to Domino's, I saw this on the internet and I've tried it. And it's pretty funny. When you go to Domino's, you should try it too. <clears throat> Say that your name is Jew, like, you know, as in the Jews. Yeah. Like J-E-U. And then it comes up on the screen and Domino's Jew in the oven. Oh, that's pretty bad, man. <laughs> yeah, but it's pretty fucking funny, too, when you're drunk at 2 a.m. in the morning. 2 a.m. That's one of the things. When people say 2 a.m. in the morning, they add the word the bit in the morning. I'm you like, don't need to. I really know that. Yeah. So, uh, for me, the big difference coming to Australia is when you go to Subway. Yeah. And if you want to get ranch, whenever I go there and order my sub and get ranch, they would never know what I'm saying. So now when I order it, I always have to put on an Australian accent and say you, ranch. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, hey, 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 hey. Hush, hush. It's sort of like, it's like dance and dance. Yeah. They say dance. We say dance. Is that it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So their A's are sort of pronounced different. Australian A's. Do people pick up that you a Kiwi quite often? Oh, sometimes, they, like, when that restaurant just recently in the Central Coast, he's like, oh, you're a Kiwi, let's talk about rugby. You know, um, I come from fucking Joey's, you know, Matt Burke, Curtly Bell, you know, fucking this. And I was like, yeah, um, I like just my dinner without fucking talking to you, cunt. That's, I, I didn't say that, but essentially that's what I was saying. You know, I didn't come to this restaurant to fucking socialise, I just came here fucking good steak. And I didn't get good steak or fucking good fucking nothing. I got nothing really. But um, I've really struggled um, my first two years here, you know, because there's only so much sheep jokes you can take. How long have you been in Australia? I've been in Australia seven years. So and, and do you still get them? Occasionally. But the story that I, I would tell is like, I've never... Once heard of somebody having sex with a sheep in New Zealand, well, but what I did hear was somebody having sex with a goat. So you should be making jokes about what, goats. Le- LeBron sheep. James, <laughs> Marty Banks. <laughs> nah, I, if if you want to argue about LeBron James being the best basketball player, you know I've got all the time in the world. But yeah, now who had sex with a goat? Somebody in the Victory area. It was in the Nelson Mail. I can remember reading that. And did you see this? No, just uh, rumors. No, it was it was in the newspaper. Like somebody was convicted of of it, and they went to jail or something. I don't know. Maybe they got a fine or something. But that's the only thing. So it was a goat, not a sheep. Oh, you know. I mean, what I've said in previous podcasts: stereotypes are there because there's a, a 
sort of small truth about it. Like you go to Columbia, there's cocaine. You go to South Auckland, you know, KFC. I don't know. You go to Auckland, you India rugby career. You go to Christchurch, you're good at rugby. This, you know, stereotypes are there because there's a small truth to them. Yeah, I once was talking to an American and uh, was making once? jokes once, this this one time, and was making jokes about how Americans always sue each other. They do. And she ended up crying. Oh, she, no. She really upset her that I was making jokes about American stereotypes. I just didn't know what to say. Um, was this a sexual intercourse? No. How many times have you been in America? This, this was actually, I was in Japan at the time. Um, I've been to America seven times. Okay, so what part of America have you been to? Pretty much everywhere. Like, because what I notice is, and I regret, now that I've been there, I went to America, I went to all these fucking things like, you know, I went to New York, I went to the, um, what's that fucking the tower? Not the Twin Towers. Empire State Building? Empire State Building. I went there, mate. Me and my girlfriend lined up for like five hours. We got up there and I was like, fuck this. And you looked for King Kong and couldn't find King Kong. I was so fucking off it, man. Like, one thing I've noticed, like, the in Sydney here, um, the um, Harbour Bridge and what's that other fucking thing? The the Opera House. I ain't got no fucking time for that shit. When I go to back to, like, all these fucking, you know, oh, let's go take a photo here. No, I ain't got time for that shit. So, you know, the... um, when I go back to America next time, I want to go to Texas and shit, like, you know, real America. You know. Yeah, I was in Texas a few months ago and got to, like, Barbecue. Drive. Yeah, barbecue Barbecue was good. Ended up eating bull's testicles. Oh, do you know, and um, have you heard of the Wild Food Festival in the yeah, West yeah, Coast? Yeah, on the West Coast. Of New Zealand? Apparently they had bull semen. Yeah, they got a few uh, things there. Yeah, something. I think it's the Wild Food Festival. Something semen. Called. I think it was a local guy, but... Um, yeah, apparently they did it in like a syringe and like people wow. walk up and they just straight into their mouth. And apparently it's like a, um, what are oysters? What, what's the, um, the sexual drive thing? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I can't think about it. Man, imagine walking up to some stand paying 10 bucks and some guy squirts fucking a, a semen, bull semen into your mouth. Man, you might as well be in Auckland, you know? But no, I guess that they'll probably do a lot more sales later on in the day after people have drunk a lot of beer. Yeah. Or wine or whatever. Like, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for? The sexual drive thing. You're a young, educated man. Oh, I can't say that I can think of it. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's a hell of a thing, you know. Like, yeah, let's go get us some bull semen. Hey, 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 hey. Shh, 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 I, think, I think Goose wants some bull semen. Yeah, we're actually in the process of we don't know to cut his nuts off or not. Do you think if you cut his nuts off, he'll stop snoring? I don't know, but the thing is, like, when I looked at the price of how much it is to cut his nuts off, I'm like, you know what? You know, I can do that. I, I've got a knife. Yeah. Yeah, stitches, you know, whatever. He's oh. actually a pretty famous dog. I don't know if you guys can hear him through this podcast, but, you know, it is what it is. When I used to listen to the podcast when it was on, on the regular, yeah, and you guys would say, I don't know if you can hear the dog. I'm like, you can definitely hear the dog. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear the dog, but for me personally, it's like soothing, if I'm being honest. Do you take the dog with you to bed to like sleep with that noise? Yeah, he sleeps right in between me and my girlfriend, and he's so soothing, like, I can't sleep without him almost. He's my shadow. So you... 
do you find it harder to go to sleep when there's no noise at all? It's yeah. just completely silent. Yeah. I'm like, who's looking at me? Oh, man. Do you know like how I live on this tent building? I know yeah. I've already mentioned this. That, built, that um, house we lived up in the Central Coast for a second. Ah. We hope this is still recording. We'll probably have to pause it and uh, check it out. We've got heaps of fucking issues right now. Okay, do you want to type this in? Uh, okay, type it in. Six kilo, kilos. Yep. Yep. Me, NOS. It's still recording and the password's now on this, pa- this uh, podcast. So um, that's the podcast of my um, flatmate's uh, laptop, if you're interested. So um, yeah, back to your um, 15 of the year. That's 2018. Who would you have, you know? Is there any wallabies that would enter into your 15 of the year? I'll be honest, I'm actually a pretty big Israel Falau fan. Oi, I'm a huge wallabies fan. Oi, oi. Do you know what actually makes me really sad to see the Wallabies this low? I'm a big no, Wallabies fan. I, I, I'm a huge Greg and Larkin fan. Like, I like those guys. And it sucks that they're so low down. So how do you fix them? I know I've asked this before, but I got, I got way way off track. How do well, you, fi- you quick s- fix? Quick fix. Quick fix. Keep, I- keep Chica? Uh, they should have a vote. Put it to a vote amongst the players. Like with the gay vote. Yeah, but just with the players. Well, you can do all of Australia. But most of Australia don't know about rugby. But just go to the players and let them vote and then see what they think. Who should be their leader? Yeah, because you can't respect the guy if he's lost the changing room, right? That's true. So should Raylene Castle say, okay, guys, you the Australian players who have played this year, you have a vote, should we keep check or not? That makes sense. Yeah. That's, a great, that's actually a great idea. Maybe we because should promote that. Because if they say no... If they say no, then obviously get rid of them. But obviously, when you have the vote, you don't know which players have said what. Yeah, it's, a, it's, so it's, it's, it's an it's anonymous vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon just start with that, and if they say that there should be a change, just move on from that and just try and figure it out. Yeah, I agree. Um, How long's this um, podcast This been? one's about 42 minutes at the moment. All right, I'm just going to check a piss. I so say, we'll, uh, maybe we'll end up part three. Yeah, no, can you just promote our Marty Banks page? Marty Banks page? This better be a, a quick piss, man. Yeah. you got to come check out the Marty oh, Banks can, page. Can you just say Small Bladder Benny? That's what small, small Bladder Benny. We miss, we miss Jared. I really wish Jared was here. So Benny's back now, so we're going to probably try and finish up this podcast. I'm Jared. Yeah, so Jared really, um, I do miss you, Jared, if you're listening. Um, do come back to Sydney at any time soon. Um, I just want to thank the people um, that have um, sort of messaged me and said, you know, do a podcast and stuff. That's always cool. Alex, what do you got to say? I think the listeners should message you and see which guest you should try and get on your show. Yeah. Like, who do you guys want on your show? Would you like Israel Folau, Bernard Foley, or... I don't think Israel Folau would come on. You could ask him. Oh, yeah, because apparently we've got beef with him. I don't know. But you can do those, like, the phone calls and stuff. You can, like, call up some players. Who would you want on the podcast? Well, you've already had Marty Banks, so that was pretty good. So what's your relationship with his mum? You're not in a, like, relationship. Relationship. 
So that's the funny thing. Through the page, I ended up actually becoming friends with her, and she's a really cool lady. Like, are you like Facebook friends? Facebook friends, yeah. We just have you. Do you like ring her or anything? No, no, no. Has she ever said like, "Don't put this up" or something? No, she's just she's been really cool. I might go visit her one time when I'm in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you can meet meet some really interesting people through the page. Some people will send through memes that I might try and post up, or um, I met like a graphic designer through the page who's been able to help out with making some of the memes. Mark Brown. Mark Brown. Shout out to Mark Brown up in Brisbane. I'm just trying to go to your page quickly. Um, well, you put up a post about coming to Sydney. I did. Yeah, there's a few people that like said podcasts. I just, I forget their names because I don't have a good memory in general. Um, oh yeah, this was the uh, the first annual con- uh, conference of the rugby meme conference thing. Benny's yeah. on his phone at the moment, having a bit of a, a yeah. I can't, look. I can't find it. Sorry, but um, those guys that uh, message about the podcast and stuff um, when uh, on the Marty Banks page about doing a podcast, I really appreciate you guys there. Um, let us know if you want more podcasts because you know I don't know. It's been a couple of months since your last one. Yeah, I have a great excuse there. You know, Jared leaving and that. Is that a good enough excuse? I think that's a good enough excuse. Yeah. Um, I thought he was bringing the mic back. I but you need to, if you're going to replace him with somebody, you need to find somebody that can keep you on track, somebody that knows about rugby, somebody that likes skin fades, yeah. and the occasional good facial hair. Yeah, oh, he can grow a beard. Yeah. Jared. I'll tell you that. Um, Movember, if you want to support that. Um, You've got or, to wait till next year. Yeah. Or if you don't want to support that, that's cool. Um... What else, not, um, Alex? That's that's probably about it. Uh, let's go to the Highlanders next season. Oh, yeah. Also, the Rugby Roundup podcast will be happening next year. Whether it's me, by myself or not, I don't give a fuck. They're happening because I've got a mic now. I uh, bought this yesterday, actually. Do you Impressive. like it? It's pretty good. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, it's just big and black. And um, just how I like my men. Um... Oh, Nadolo hasn't played this. Oh, that's a segue, isn't it? Nadolo. <laughs> <laughs> Nadolo's one of my greatest players. Do you know that he played for the Waratahs? Yes. And he never got poured into the squad, so that's why he moved to the Crusaders. Oh, he would have been a Wallaby 100%. He would be playing yeah. for the Wallabies right now if they fucking decided to put it. And do you know who this fault that is? Probably Checker. I don't know. Could be. There's a few players that were with the Waratahs that ended up moving over to New Zealand. Also, if you're a Wallabies fan... And you still support the Wallabies to this day. I really appreciate you. Because I don't know if I could still do it. But people like you really fucking, you know, really pull through. Jared, come back. Come back. Come back. Alex, have you thought about moving to Sydney? I've thought about it before. It's quite expensive to live here. In what way? Um, Just like financially? Rent, rent and stuff. But have you thought about being homeless? Have I thought about being homeless in Sydney? I guess you could do that. People are doing that here. Oh, yeah. I've done it a couple of times. Yeah? Yeah. In Christchurch or here? Here. A lot of um, people in Christchurch are homeless now because, oh, look at me, the earthquakes, you know. It's a good excuse. That's why we didn't win the the trophy until two years ago. Last time I was in Christchurch... What? You've been to Christchurch? I've been to Christchurch and I met Scribe at his grandma's house. Okay. And Did you drop a freestyle? Uh, no, well, so it was funny, like, when he walked into the into the room... His grandma's house? Yeah, Why are you was, there? Oh, it's, oh, it's a bit of... In the music industry. I was going to try and sign his cousin. 
Anyway, he walks in, into this, the room. You've got the hell he's of wearing, his... like, his hat. I think it was, he was wearing his hat, had his backpack on, had his big sunglasses on, and I knew, man, of course that's Scribe. Yeah. So what did you say to him? I was just really nervous. I'm like, this is Scribe, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I've been nervous in many situations. With Scribe? I've met Scribe, but, um, yeah, just in general. I think I'm just nervous, even if I'm meeting anyone. Who would be the person you get most nervous around? Um, my dad. Your dad? Yeah, he's famous. Yeah? For fucking me up. That's pretty sad. No, he, he's never put hands... I mean, he has, but, you know, for good reasons. Um, I took that way too emotional. Who would be famous that I get nervous around? Maybe... Andrew, maybe Lee Hart? Lee Hart. Yeah. Oh, so I've been in a situation where I could have talked to him in a bar once. Oh, yeah. And uh, his band was playing at a pub in Auckland, and I went along to see them. Well, like back in the day. Back he, in the day. Because he had hair then? No, he didn't have hair then. I think he was playing, his brother was in the band. Because he was in the band, like when, they, that's how he got onto Sports Calf, wasn't it? Yeah, he it was. was he, yeah. he was on the live band then. Yeah, and then they needed, one of their guests pulled out, and he ended up talking about tortoises or yeah 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 or something like um, tortoise racing or something yeah and so he ended up on that but so his band was playing and I was sitting sitting next to him at the bar and I just didn't have the balls to say hello to him and like man I got all your DVDs bro so I just sort of left it and ended up leaving the bar oh I got too nervous so I can see that whole thing with Lee Hart well um me and Jay went to Brisbane 10s last year and we were sitting like two metres from Honey Badger oh yeah we had to really bring up the courage. We were just like, for 10 minutes, egging each other on, you know. That was the most nervous I've been in a while. Like, I was physically sweating. I had the randomest thing happen to me like f- maybe four years ago. Um, I had this friend, rec- friend request from Honey Badger's brother. Just out of the blue. Like your personal account? Yeah, my personal one. I'd like made a comment on the Western Force page about something. And so Nick, you went on to his profile to stalk him sort of thing? No, like, he, he, he just sent me a friend request, so I, was, I messaged him, and I'm like, are you the Honey Badger's brother? And it turned out he was. I've like, seen him on TV and in magazines and stuff. It was yeah. just so random. That is very weird. Yeah. Just all the random people that you meet online. All right. Sweet. Um, do keep a... Um, and she's going to be a bit of a quiet couple months due to Christmas, which Christmas is fake, by the way. But if you want to send us presents, we'll accept them. Um, it's 2018. Santa Claus is a lady. Yeah, she's a tranny. And this is um, Alex Malcolm from the Marty Banks page. Do follow it if you don't, but you do. And that's Benny from the Rugby Roundup. Yeah, do follow that if you don't, but you do. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed this. Um, plenty more podcasts on their way due to uh, a new purchase of a microphone. That helps. And... Uh, Have a great Christmas and don't fight your uh, cousins.